Chapter 7 of Hero Tales from History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Philip Watson. Hero Tales from History by Smith Burnham. The Christmas Crowning of Charlemagne. About twelve hundred years ago, thousands of Saracens, who were among the followers of Mohammed, crossed the narrow strait from Africa into Spain. The world was then coming out of those centuries of ignorance and fear which are known as the Dark Ages. The dark-skinned people, Arabs and Africans, who followed Mohammed, went about converting people by making them prostrate themselves with their faces turned toward the east and repeat the Mohammedan creed. Those who refused to bow down and repeat this creed were killed. Of course, everyone was very much afraid of missionaries who used such methods as these, and large parts of Asia and Africa had come under Mohammedan control. When they reached the shores of Spain, they thought they were going to convert and conquer Europe, too. The Saracens marched north through Spain and into the country of the Franks, whose great-great-great-grandchildren are the French people of today. Here the victory of the invaders ceased to be so easy for they were met by a certain Duke Charles, who beat them in a great battle near Tours and drove them back. For his bravery in saving Europe from these dark-skinned enemies, Duke Charles was named Martel, the Franks' word for hammer. Charles the Hammer had a son, Pepin, who was called the Short because he was not a tall man. But though he was small, Pepin had a big brave heart. He fought for his country against the Lombards, a savage people in North Italy, and he was rewarded for his valor and success by being made king of the Franks. When Pepin was crowned by the Pope, he had a son, Charles, twelve years old. This Charles was so ambitious that, even while a boy, he began to dream of conquering other nations and becoming king not only of France but of other lands as well. All through his boyhood he dreamed of what he would do if he were king. It was not many years after his father's death, when he became king, in fact, before Charles Martel's grandson had conquered so many nations in the south and so many savage tribes in the north of Europe that he became a king of kings, or emperor, and received the title of Charlemagne, which means Charles the Great. Perhaps the best thing that Charlemagne ever did was to keep Alcuin, a scholar from Britain, at his court as a trusted friend and teacher. In those days, such men in other kings' palaces were merely chaplains or religious teachers, but Alcuin taught the king, the queen, and the princes grammar, spelling, arithmetic, and other common branches. This palace school proved to be such a good thing that the emperor ordered that not only any child of a nobleman, but even of the poorest peasant could come to it if the boy showed talent for learning. The books in the palace school were printed very slowly with a pen, sometimes in bright inks and gold. As there were no public libraries in those days, Alcuin searched the world for books for his pupils. These parchments were rare and very costly. Instead of Charles's children going to school, the palace school went with the children as the emperor moved from place to place and from palace to palace. Charlemagne's armies were led by brave knights called paladins. The foremost of these paladins were Roland and Oliver, who fought in combats and tournaments. They were both of heroic size, eight feet tall, 
and performed the same feats so that one could not be distinguished from the other a story is told of these two having fought five days on an island in the river rhine without either of them gaining the least advantage over the other so now when two people are equal in some great struggle people exclaim a roland for an oliver roland also called orlando was the chief hero and oliver seemed to have been his reflection or shadow roland was a nephew of charlemagne he is described in the song of roland as having a wonderful horse a miraculous sabre and a magic horn which he blew so that it could be heard thirty miles the greatest story told of him is that he commanded the rear guard of charlemagne's army as they were returning from spain through a pass in the pyrenees mountains set upon by a hundred thousand saracens roland blew his magic horn so that his uncle the emperor heard it eight miles away in the advancing guard with charlemagne however lurked an evil genius who told the anxious emperor that roland's horn was not a signal of distress but that his nephew was hunting stags in the mountains roland fought until the one hundred thousand saracens were slain and he had only fifty of his twenty thousand soldiers left then fifty thousand more saracens came out of the mountains and killed the brave paladin and his fifty men while roland was dying of his wounds this legend goes on he threw his magic sword into a poison stream another version of the story is that roland died of starvation while trying to find his way wounded and alone through the mountains to catch up with the army charlemagne and his valiant paladins rode and fought in all parts of europe beating the savage germans beyond the rhine and conquering tribes and peoples all over europe almost as far as constantinople the great capital of the eastern empire at last the dream of the twelve-year-old lad at his father's crowning came true when charlemagne himself was crowned at rome the city of the caesars as emperor of the western world on christmas day in the year of our lord eight hundred it is written that the crowning of charlemagne was prepared as a surprise to him by the pope and his people in rome while charles and his sons were kneeling before a shrine very early on that christmas morning pope leo appeared in the great church with a crown of gold set with many precious gems and placed it on the head of the kneeling king thus proclaiming him emperor of the western world in an instant the pope the cardinals the priests and the people rose from their knees and chanted these words to charles the augustus crowned of god the great and pacific emperor long life and victory charlemagne was a wise and good emperor who did many things to help his people he built a lighthouse at boulogne to guide ships to port encouraged farming and made wise laws he was kind to scholars and his favorite recreation was talking to them he spoke several languages very well and wrote a great deal among his writings were a grammar poems in latin and many letters end of chapter seven